is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Christmas movies that came out after the year 1992. I'm Alonzo, and the prospect of watching <laughs> movies that Bran chooses for me has me tingling with anticipation. And this is the Tech the Hallmark podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Another week of Deck the Hallmark. And what better way to kick it off than with one of the 25 weeks of Christmas? And it's hard to believe, uh, Alonzo. I believe this is going to be uh, week 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 eight or weeks. I don't know. But we're chugging right along, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. Man, it feels it's, uh, it's it feels flying right. by. We're, we're really trying to fill that gap until you know Christmas in July hits. And I've got the gap filler for you today, Alonzo. Ooh, we'll get to we'll, hey. <laughs> we'll get to that uh, in just a minute. But uh, Alonzo, I don't know how uh, what it's like being a film critic in February. Uh, is it anything like being a Christmas movie reviewer in February? <laughs> are you just are you are you in the thick of it, or kind of things dying yeah. down? You know, it's it depends. Uh, February is. Very, I mean, it used to be just kind of like January and February were sort of a dumping ground of like after the all the awards movies that got crammed into December. Like that's when those movies would start spreading out into other markets. And then the big movies opening were just kind of like generally junk. Uh, but that's kind of changing now. And you get like every so often in February, you'll get like a Black Panther or something opens and it's a big right. deal. Uh, but definitely this is a moment of the year where we're talking about the Academy Awards far more than I would care to do so. But here we are. I saw um, Death on the Nile. Okay. Yeah, the Army Hammer stuff's tough, man. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just tough. Yeah. Uh, a bunch I, have of you seen it? Have I, you seen I, it? No, it's only in theaters, and I'm still not oh, really right, going out right. to screenings yet. So, yeah, but I'm man. very excited. Uh, the the Japanese Oscar nominee for for Best Picture and Best Director, Drive My Car, is premiering March second on HBO Max. Oh, there so you go. I know a lot of people are like, oh, man, it's not opening anywhere near me. But now you can see it. There you go. So, yeah, you know, there's stuff coming out. Army Hammer. <laughs> I, 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 you and know. The, the old Death on the Nile is on the Criterion channel, the, the 70s one with like Peter Ustinov and Betty Davis and Mia Farrow and stuff. So uh, I, I, I'd be interested to compare the two when I get to see the new one. Is it good? It is. It's fun. Yeah. I yeah, to show you how much I know. I didn't even know it was a remake. I know it was a, it's it's book it's a book thing. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And here's the crazy thing with Agatha Christie movies is that you are not allowed to change the ending. So if Ow. you've read the book or you've seen another movie version, you know how this thing ends. But because they can't they can't mess with that at all. But you know yeah. that it's the it's the journey. It's not the destination. You know. Yeah. Well, I, like when you're going down the Nile. That's exactly right. It's just like it's just like it's just like denial. It's just like denial. Um, all right, let's get to the business at hand. Yes. Um, so far, you haven't liked any. I'm sorry. And so far, you've seen all but one. Uh, the one yep. that I brought that you hadn't seen. I don't know if you have seen this one. I okay. could see you purposely avoiding. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> avoiding this. Um, we're gonna do. We're going to do the 2006 movie Deck the Halls with Dan DeVito. I have seen it. 
I'm very. This is what I'll say. This is okay. what I'll say, and I Please. don't want to give too much away about my hot take. But I'm just excited to to talk about this. One. <laughs> I think there's a lot to talk about with this. Um, I hadn't. I I saw this movie um, quite a few years ago, and then I watched it again um, this past holiday season. Now, so did you see it in the theater when you were like a no? Now we're up to you being a full on like teenager. It's exciting. yes, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> I would have been a uh, a freshman in high school in two thousand six, uh, and I did not go see Deck the Halls. Um, I, I I don't know, I don't know when I saw it for the first time, but I I'm I'm rewatching it in twenty twenty one, the holiday season twenty twenty one. It just made me want to talk about. It. So okay. I, I'm ex- I'm excited <laughs> to talk about it with you. I'm excited to talk about it with you. I, uh, yeah, I, I did see it when it came out. This was um, this was a moment where uh, Dave's mom had a stroke and she was living oh. in a nursing home in, in Rowlett, Texas for quite a while. And uh, we would he would visit like every six weeks or so. And, you know, they would had a whole thing where they'd go out and movies and stuff. And this was on a visit. That I went with him and we all went. And um, this was back when there were still movie ads in the newspaper. And we would basically sort of like open it up in front of her be like pick something and she would you know point and she wanted to see deck the hall so we saw deck the hall <laughs> that's fantastic that's fantastic um you know what i'm starting this is this is tough though and i it, you 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 did you did yourself dirty here with your list because <laughs> because all i know movies, i did tell you. <laughs> you you told me that you either didn't like them or you didn't see them and yeah. That's tough. That's tough to do. That's tough. That's tough to do to me. Uh, so I'm sorry. Uh, well, for I, those didn't, maybe, no, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't sure what the point was of telling you movies that I liked. You know. No, that's but, fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, you should have just done ones that you hadn't seen. I think that would have been helpful. There because, aren't that many. That's the I know, problem. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, in case you haven't seen it, here's a, a quick one, and I'll do a longer one afterwards. But you got Steve, uh, who is like a very well put together uh, suburban father. And uh, his, uh, he has a new neighbor uh, across the street named Danny. Really original. And uh, <laughs> Danny's going to just uh, turn turn Steve's life upside down. And uh, things will get weird. Uh, things will get cringy. And uh, things, but then maybe things will get merry. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, I'll deck the halls. Um, all right, let's take a quick break. Let's go watch it. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, let's go watch it and uh, maybe watch it like on two, two, two X or something like that. Double speed. <laughs> um, and we'll be right back here on Deck the Hallmark. And we're back. Both in the same places we were just a few minutes ago. Yes, and it's the, the magic of, of of podcasting, really, that we can we can go away, watch a movie, and come back and be exactly where we left off. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, Alonzo, <laughs> very excited to talk to you about the two thousand the two thousand six cinema classic. Yeah, 2006, and what a coincidence that it's a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I, I'm not buying it, man. I'm not buying <laughs> it. The, whoever reviewed this movie can go kick rocks. That's all I'm going to say. Because uh, they missed it, I think. They missed it. <clears throat> you, you, you think this after a recent reviewing, really? Yeah. No, yeah. Well, of course. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
let's 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 hear what it's about, Brown. Yeah, uh, Deck the Halls originally uh, uh, debuted in the theaters on November twenty second, two thousand six, and went a little something like this: Meet Steve. He's a dad. He's got kids. He's got a wife. He's got it all, doesn't he? No, he doesn't, because Danny moves in right across the street. Buddy ru- ruins his life by uh you know setting up christmas lights and it's hard to know is is this guy a good guy is he just trying to push his button who knows but it really bothers steve and danny discovers the internet and uh finds out that google earth exists and he has this crazy idea i want my house to be seen from space so i'm gonna buy all the christmas lights i'm gonna make my house as bright as humanly possible and i'm gonna get my house seen from space uh he tries it he's doing a lot of things and it's really bothering steve steve is that he's the christmas guy in town he knows everything and he's got a, a whole plan of how he wants his holiday season to go and danny's just ruining it time and time again uh and try as he might danny can't seem to get his house seen from space uh, mtv's even on board they want to help make this happen uh but it's just not happening and uh steve and danny become very competitive they start to really uh, you know, uh, get out of each other's throats, and uh, eventually both of their families get fed up with them being, uh, you know, super competitive and ruining Christmas for them. And so, the both sets of families leave, and that's when Steve and Danny learn a lesson about what it means to really be present at the holiday season, what it means to be a dad, to be a husband. Very important lessons to learn. And uh, so they decide, we're going to take down all the lights. We're going to use all these lights to lead the families back to them where they have set up this wonderful Christmas dinner. They're all do it together. And they say, sorry that we are, are, are the way we were got in the way of Christmas. And then the kids go, I think we should set back up the lights uh, and get everybody in the, in the, in the town. They'll, they'll come. They want to do this. We want to make this happen. And so the whole town shows up. They all bring their lights. They all plug them in, but nothing happens. And then they all sing a song together, which, you know, means a lot to everybody. And then they uh, realize that the lights were unplugged. And so they plug in the lights. It, it, it shoots up into the, 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 the space. And the guys at the space, the, the NASA, I guess, I don't know, go, thumbs up. It's showing them from space. And they're all happy. And that, my friends, was Deck the Halls. All right, let's talk about it, everybody. Let's talk about it. Now, I, you know, let me go first, Alonzo. Let me go oh, first. Oh, do. So, do. so far, I have brought movies that I genuinely love, that I mm-hmm. adore, Time and time again, I, I watch these movies knowing full well Jingle All the Way is not Miracle on 34th Street, nor should it be. But darn it, I love it. Not so much the case with Deck the Halls. I this I love Christmas. <laughs> so if it wasn't for loving Christmas, I would have nothing to do with this movie. There's so much about this movie that is detestable. But they got Christmas lights. <laughs> you are such a soft touch. <laughs> 
if people didn't know by the wide berth that you give to Hallmark movies just for the holiday schmear they do on everything. I mean, I'm sorry, Brian, come on. You 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 would you would go into any unmarked van if there was enough tinsel on the inside of it. I am any I am very I'm just consistent. I am who I am. <laughs> Rewatching this movie again, mm. uh there are so many and listen, I love cringe comedy. I'm here mm-hmm. for the cringe. But there's a lot of cringe in this movie. Yeah, that... this, this movie gets horny at the most inappropriate moments. Yeah. And I'm not saying yeah. you can't do that in a Christmas movie, but I'm saying you need to do it better. And, I and, just... and maybe less with the children. Yeah. <laughs> well, so let's talk. So the scene, it's the it's the worst scene that I, maybe you've ever seen in a Christmas movie. It's a really mm. bad scene where they're finally bonding yes. because they're watching now. Objectifying young ladies. I don't know who approved this at a, you know, city Christmas fest, but that's neither here nor there. There are some women on stage dancing in Santa outfits. Yes. And they Tiny, are cat, high cuts. You know. Yes. They are cat calling. They are woohooing. And then, uh, gosh, what's his what what's what, what's his name? Steve, Steve, uh, Steve Matthew Matthew Broderick. Broderick. Yeah, he he says, "Who who's your daddy?" Which is an uncomfortable phrase in and of itself. But then it comes out that is his. He daughter says it three times. Yeah, by yeah. The way. who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? And then finally, the girl turns around. It is his daughter, and it's to it is to be played for laughs. But who laughs at that? Is there it's, anybody it's, it's, who laughed at that? Yeah, like first the idea that these the Steve and Buddy, by the way, not Danny. Buddy, Buddy sorry. The, the only thing they can find to bond over is like being gross, leery, like creepy middle-aged men, you know, drooling over uh, young ladies in hot Santa costumes. But then it turns out that the three women to whom they are doing that are their daughters. Yeah, it's like. Ah, I mean, and, and, you know, there are smarter movies that could have pulled that kind of thing off. But in this movie that's already operating on such a ridiculously juvenile level, that's just like, it's just gross. Yeah, no amount of tinsel can make that scene okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not, it's just not, it's not a great movie. But, um, you know, I love, listen, I love a good Christmas light competition. Uh, I love um, the great Christmas light fight. I watch it every year on the ABC. Uh, and so, uh, the, the premise of someone trying to get their house seen from space, I do like the premise, but it's just icky. It ends up being icky. The movie's icky. Well, it's icky for a lot of reasons. First of all, like he needs, he wants to have his house seen from space and you come to realize he needs it. He needs it. Yeah. Entire life revolves around this thing. And it's like, and his wife quite rightly points out, um, you do have a family. You have a wife and children, and maybe those things could could be as much of a priority for you as that. Uh, the Matthew Broderick character is just like a creep in so many ways, and 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 a pill. Who and, likes him? Yeah, exactly. He's irritating. Um, you know, the wives are sort of called upon to like, you know, put up with their man until they don't, but then they forgive them really quickly, and you know, it, it is great that. Danny DeVito is maybe the in, the one person in all of show business who is shorter than Christian Chenoweth. Yeah. Um, so that even she can tower over him. Um, yeah. So th- this movie is just, I find it just 
cloying and I, I didn't like these characters at all. I didn't get wrapped up into their competition because I thought they were both despicable. Um, it's ultimate goals in terms of what it's saying about how we, how we should celebrate Christmas and what our, what that should mean. You know, so often these movies like in the last 20 minutes realize, Oh wait, we have to make this about, you know, family or whatever. And it's like, it's, it's so often, too little too late and and definitely the case in this one where it's just like i'm not even whatever uh, yeah i just i i i was gritting my teeth because i'd forgotten how bad this was yeah. and the thing is like matthew broderick can do this exact kind of comedy really well like go watch election that is one of the cringiest comedies ever and he's great in it but he's playing a character that is not being sentimentalized in any way. Like we're not supposed to like him. We're not supposed to respect him. And so to watch him sink further and further into these machinations that are his own doing is funny. But in this movie, it's just like, it's, it's so, you know, I, I think I, I bet there's a draft somewhere where it is like genuine kind of cringy, you know, uncomfortable, fun, comfortable, as a friend of mine calls these comedies. But, you know, you can just sense the studio notes. Oh, no, no, we have to like them. We have to love the, you know, in Christmas and then and it's 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 neither fish nor fowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I will say I did a, uh, get a good chuckle out of the scene where Buddy is. DJing a light show in real time, like, <laughs> and the smoke and it starts, starts smoking out of the, out of the machine. Oh, uh, I don't think that's how the Christmas light shows work, but I appreciated the uh, the commitment to that. Well, I, I, I mean, you know, look, and if you've watched enough of these documentaries about, like, you know, the Christmas lighting houses and and you know, light fight and stuff, like, you know, that the people who do this stuff like plan it all year yeah. and it takes like all this labor and we're supposed to so leave much by himself. Right. Yeah. Like he not only just starts going to the, to the, to the, the hardware store and buys lights, but he's got like an entire like led stadium worthy roof of, you know, uh, of flickering images and whatnot. Aye. I don't know who we're supposed to be cheering for in this movie. I mean, Kristen Davis, maybe, but like her cookbook looks terrible, frankly, yeah. if, if we're to judge by the stuff they serve at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All the stuff on the table is from your book. <laughs> Wish it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> let's talk Christmas cheer. I, You know what? Can I just really, I just want to uh, say sure. I'm in, I'm in a, 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 a tough position with my movies because... By and large, you've seen them all. I didn't know if you had seen like the whole. I'm trying to find movies that you no, haven't I, seen, I don't, I don't. but it's tough. Once you get, <laughs> once you get past a certain point, it's tough, it's tough cooking. So it's tough. This guy's over here. He's uh, you know, bringing cinema like royalty to the table and i'm like let's do deck the hall <laughs> guys i hope everyone doesn't hate me but, but what's crazy about this movie is it is still and it's and it's what we talked about every week we're not every, like every week with my movies yeah. is how often they get replayed like mm. deck the halls was on hbo family last week in February, <laughs> look, I, because it wasn't successful, I'm sure that you can get it for a song, you know, yeah, sure. and, and, and I think it just it's one of those movies where 
I, I think there is, you know, the, the, the goal with, I think, making a Christmas movie is you want to make one that people take to heart, that's beloved, that gets watched every year and becomes part of people's family traditions. But I think even if you make one that kind of stinks and doesn't make very much money, they'll just program it anyway. And people will maybe sort of have it on in the background or they won't have changed channels on Freeform or whatever. It'll just be there. And if you look up occasionally, and even like the worst Hallmark movie, you look up occasionally, oh, look, they're making cookies. Oh, look, they're wrapping presents. Oh, look, it's a town tree lighting. So like, you know, you're being, you're getting Christmas in your face from this movie on a performative, you know, sort of uh, um, visual level. So I would give it high marks for that, but low marks for actual sort of like Christmas sentiment or, you know, the reason for the season, whether you looked at that in a religious or even a secular way, as far as sort of celebrating, you know, the best of, you know, human spirit. Like Christians should be throwing rocks at their screens when watching (laughs) this movie. This should be a no, no, if you are a Christian, you should not be watching this movie every year. I can I, this, is, this, this is, I think you could build a whole sermon about like, this is how you don't do Christmas. Maybe. I don't know. I guarantee you there's a mega church out there. That's done. That. <laughs> the Danny say. DeVito. <laughs> um, Danny DeVito is who, who would he be? Is, let's not get into this. Let's not get into the weeds. Uh, so what number would you give it on a sliding scale for Christmas cheer? I mean, Probably like a four, just because I, I think I'm, I'm I'm balancing like the the eight, you know, for the for all the the the, the decorations, but a zero for the actual sentiment. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think it's the least Christmassy feeling I've had after one of the movies so far. Yeah, the, even, this is you know the warm and fuzzies are not happening. Yeah, there's no warm and fuzzy. Like even the romantic gesture at the end is. Trump, like it's trumped by they end up still doing the house. Yeah, talk about like eating your cake and having it too. It's like you know if yeah if they had taken it all down and turned it into something like for the for the the for the families and even for the town because let's not forget Danny DeVito has chopped down the town Christmas tree and put it in Matthew Broderick's house. And how desperate, by the way, is a movie where you don't where you have to do the burning down the Christmas tree gag twice. No doubt. I I couldn't get over the fact that like what Danny DeVito did is against the law, right? With, with forging a signature on a oh, car yeah. title. Yes. That's and not again, legal. It's, and it's not like, Oh, you lovable scamp. It's like, <laughs> Oh, you're kind of a scumbag. Aren't you? <laughs> Why did they not make one of these characters likable? Beats me. I think they thought that the wives were going to somehow like carry us through it. They don't but give it's them like, enough time. They're not, and you're just, you're left kind of wondering like, why are you married to these <laughs> doofuses? Like y'all could do better. Yeah, I wonder if uh, what is it, uh, Cat or whatever? What's her last name? Yeah, Elia Shawcat. She's yeah. always like you know in these very like smart witty. <laughs> things and then this is also on her resume yeah i suspect this is like she changed agents after this one yeah. <laughs> i think you might i think you might she's yeah. a lot pickier as an adult <laughs> yeah i would give it a three and a half four as well it's just yeah. like even the light stuff is like it's not believable like it, it's next level yeah i mean it it, it it's definitely this is the uh, like okay. Los Angeles has a lot of people who work in the industry and who do 
like set design, production design, and like they'll do their houses up. Like Halloween, you you can get maps of like go to this house, go to this house because these guys are professionals and they put out a whole the boneyard and the blah blah blah. And then at Christmas time, same deal. You have like pros who doing their own house and will do it. You know, it's almost kind of a calling card in a way. You know, but it's like. That this house is way beyond even that. Like you, you, you know, let alone in like sub. I don't even like in the middle of Massachusetts. They're not even suburban. They're like out in the country. You know, and 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 you know, even with as little light pollution as there is out there, if you still can't be visible from space, then you really aren't trying hard enough. But also, the most annoying. There's a lot of annoying things about <laughs> the most annoying thing about this movie is that the X. There wasn't a large difference or any difference at all in the house that Danny DeVito had to begin mm-hmm. with, and then the house at the very end that's finally seen from space. Like, yeah, I, like, I thought for a second, I thought, oh god, is this going to be is 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 the is the two thousand six cell phone light going to make the thing happen? Or <laughs> like, luckily, no. But still, <laughs> uh, we I think they were all we were all uh, getting ready for that. Like, what? No, surely not. <laughs> By the way, just a, a quick reminder: there, not only will a cell phone age your movie faster than practically anything else, but I think that 2006 digital effects, looking at them now, just on my like not all that great TV, mm-hmm. are more dated than looking at like 1950s practical effects and miniatures. You know, I, I that the, that stuff upgrades so fast that our eyeballs are like, oh, that's I can see the light. Like the whole segment of the whole very not funny segment of the runaway sleigh and, and going through the ice and everything. Mm-hmm. Like you can just see the green screen lines around everything going on. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Comparisons. <laughs> if you want a uh, better you... version of deck, the halls, what do you got? Ah, I have one actually. This all is right. a documentary that premiered on Apple TV plus last year. Oh, I called... still haven't seen it. You just reminded me. I totally yeah. missed it last year. Twas the fight before Christmas, and yes. it's about this guy who must have seen this movie because not I mean covers his house in lights, brings in a camel, the whole nine yards, um, and it does it one year, and the city like cracks down on him because he didn't get permits for anything. So he and his family moved to like just outside the city limits where it's unincorporated, and so it's you know he can get away with more. But then he has to deal with the homeowners association. And what's fascinating about the movie is that you start out and he's telling the story. He's like, oh, I love. Christmas and I just wanted to bring this to blah, blah, blah. And you know, you kind of you think, oh, those those meanies at the homeowners association. The more you get to know this guy and the more you see what he's doing he's and the more likeable. you get to know the neighbors, you're like, mm, maybe that <laughs> homeowners association has a point, you know. Uh, but you know, see for yourself. I, I think the movie kind of doesn't, you know, you, you'll you'll decide for yourself who you side with, but I definitely went through a journey on that one. Is he a little more <laughs> likable than the characters in this movie? Oh no! I'll let you decide. Who's your daddy? Does he say that in the documentary? Because if he doesn't say that, he's automatically better. That, I suppose yes. He has yes. that. That gives him a leg up. All right, there you go. Uh, just go rewatch the second. Uh, uh, what's that movie called from Hallmark? Um, the Christmas House. Go watch the second Christmas House. You got oh, a light yeah, battle yeah, yeah. on that one. Go watch that. That'll give yes. you. That'll just don't watch Christmas, Making Spirits. I can definitively say Christmas House Two is miles better than deck the halls i can defend people didn't think i was high enough on christmas house too but it makes deck the halls or yeah it's just better is what i'm trying to say i I will second you on that one no question i would would watch would watch again over this in a heartbeat i would watch yeah 
It's tough. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> All right. This is the last. I won't do this again to, to either of us. <laughs> I will only bring movies from now on that I. That at least you love. Th- that I definitively love. Yes. Okay. That's that's fair. I'll, I, I'll, I saw like, the halls on the list and I was like, you know, let's bring it to the table. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what happens. But no, no more. No more of this. We're gonna Look, get real. We're gonna get real giants like the Polar Express and the Grinch in here. <laughs> Either way, I lose. Doesn't matter. I'm I'm down for whatever. It's you. Fine. Uh, I know you, what I signed up for. This, but this was a strategic move on my part because we can only go up, right? Like, mm, I don't know. We've got the Polar, Polar Express and, and the Grinch. And, you cannot coming up. Don't mm. you dare put those in the same world. You know, Alonzo, Alonzo, <laughs> I've had it with you. Uh, all right, I'll take off my headphones. You let me know, or you let them know what we're what we're going to watch next week. Okay. You saw him on. I can't. I, I can't tell with his ears if he's wearing them. Right. Oh, there. Oh no, his feet. He froze. That's why. Okay. All right. We're staying in 1947. Get comfy. We're going to be here for a while. Uh, but it's an all-star uh, delight. It's uh, Cary Grant, David Niven, and Loretta Young in The Bishop's Wife. We did it. We did it. Oh boy. And I have to wait a whole week to find out. Oh, oh my gosh. We don't know. And we'll be dressed just like this. Uh, maybe if I can remember. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you didn't watch the movie. Until next time, I wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to Podcast dot com.